If you're looking for inspiration, truth, and the preached word of God, well, sit back and grab your Bibles and listen in. As you tune in our podcast, you'll hear interviews with other ministers and ministries from all around in all walks of life who share one like goal and one like passion, and that's winning the souls for the kingdom of heaven. I want to give you one example uh, this morning of how God can fill you up and use you to your fullest potential. So last Wednesday night, as we began uh, getting into the church and going to the fellowship hall and doing our, our usual Wednesday night, I guess, routine, we go in, we talk, we fellowship, drink coffee. I'm pouring myself a cup of coffee and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm going through the sugar packets and pouring sugar in my coffee. I happened to grab one sugar packet that was fully sealed and looked like all the rest of the sugar packs. It was sealed and had sugar written across it and it, you know it was legitimately sugar so I thought and so I I go to look at it and I go to open it up and notice that this sugar packet was empty now however the outside was definitely a sugar packet it was sealed it looked like a brand new sugar pack and I began thinking about that you know how we as people we as Christians we as men and women of God we sometimes, you know, we think we we have it all together, but inside we're just empty. We're we're empty and we're just void. And I got the noticing on the sugar packet it said that this item is not for sale. And on the very top side it said premium sugar. And and that's how we are. Is we are God's chosen. Uh, God loves us. God loves you. And no matter who you are, no matter what you've done in your life, God still loves you because you are premium. You are on top of the line. You are a child of God. He has grafted you in. He has adopted you in as a as into the royal priesthood. Let's get on into the message, and I'll follow up with this on toward the end of our, of our podcast. Let's go over to Samuel. Uh, Second Samuel, chapter six, verse one through I think sixteen. You want me talking about the uh, the time where where David and all his men they were carrying this ark headed toward Jerusalem, and along the way though uh, one of the oxen that that was carrying this this ark had stumbled, and one of the men carrying the ark reached up to, in his own, I guess, way, reached up to protect this ark. As he put his hand on the ark, he died. You know, and I look at that, and as we we do things sometimes, we do them in the wrong way. We're doing the right things as, as far as trying to protect, but also we go about it the wrong way. So fast forward, and David takes the ark into the home of Obed-Edom. And Obed-Edom, uh, his home immediately begins to get blessed because the ark of God is there in his home for roughly, I believe it was three months roundabout. And if you will look at that, the whole entire time the presence of God was in his home, he was being blessed, his family was being blessed, the ones who were there in that household were being blessed 
tremendously. And then once David heard about this, he came back around and he said, we're going to have to get that ark. And so they carried the ark on into Jerusalem. But on the way, David continued to dance and he continued to worship God because he was excited about bringing this ark into Jerusalem. And as naturally, as he came in dancing around, his wife looked down at him from a, a high up balcony and just kind of, you know, was, uh, lack of better words, thinking this joker done lost his mind. He's out there dancing around looking like that. And he's the king. And why is he dancing like that? And so, as, you know, as time goes on, us as Christians, and even us, uh, the ones who don't know Christ, never been saved, never had salvation, never had that opportunity, when we come to God and we come and we ask God to come into our hearts, like in Romans 8, I'm sorry, in Romans uh, 10, 9, we ask Him to come into our lives and to completely make us whole. At that point and at that time, our lives completely change. Just like that sugar packet. If you notice that if you get a full sugar pack, pour it into your cup of coffee, and just like us as Christians, just like us as as red-blooded human human beings, we you know we have to be filled. So as we continue our walk, and if you're new with with this whole Christianity thing, as you come in, God is going to pour into you. He said that that He has He knows the plan He has for you. He knows everything, everything concerning your life. He's got you. He knows where you've been. He knows where you're going. Uh, he this is nothing nothing at all is a, is a surprise to him because he knows who you are. You know, I, I kind of find it humorous whenever all these people go into praying. They're all being very dignified and very holy. And oh, how thou shalt, Lord! Oh, thou shalt how. How thou shalt, Lord, oh yes. And they, they put on this this huge show. In all reality, God's saying, I know who you are. You don't have to put on the show for me. You don't have to come in here <laughs> uh, praying like that. Be real with God, because God knows you. You go in and you commune with God. You talk to God. Because he knows you, because he is the one who created you. No matter where you are right now in your life, whether you are a a rank, a horrible sinner in your own opinion, or whether you're anybody, a pastor, an evangelist, a, a person that don't even know Christ, God still knows you and God still loves you and there is hope for you. There's hope for me. Romans 10.9 tells us that, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your hearts that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes into righteousness, and with the mouth one confesses, one confession is made at salvation. For scriptures say, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame 
in verse 13 says, Whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So with all that being said this morning, think about that. Are you that sugar packet that on the outside you have it all together? You look the part. You sound the part. But inside you're empty. For all these years you've been searching. You've been looking. You've been searching. You've been looking. You've been searching. And you've not found what you're looking for. He's as close as the mention of his name. So just think about that. No matter where you are, if you're on the job, if you're at home, if you're in the car driving, he's as close as the mention of his name. So right now, I want to pray with you as we're wrapping it up here. I want to pray with you this morning. And I pray right now that that you're able to let these words get into your spirit, that where the presence of God is, just like in Obed-Edom's home, the presence of God was there. And blessings came their way. And great things came their way. Wherever the presence of God is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And there is freedom. Most gracious Heavenly Father, before I, I go into prayer, I want to... I want to invite you this morning that if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, try Him out. You're going to love Him. Because whenever you invite Christ into your life, your whole entire world is going to change. You're going to see such a difference in your life. The anointing, the calling on your life will then become activated. And then you have to activate your faith as you walk day in and day out. Yes, we all stumble and yes, we all fall. But at the end of the day, we have to do just as Paul did. We have to die to our flesh. We have to say, God, Lord, forgive me. God, I'm not perfect. And you won't be perfect until we all get to heaven and we're all happy and shouting the streets of glory. So if you don't know Christ this morning, remember Romans 10, 9. And just pray this prayer with me this morning. Heavenly Father, I'm a sinner. I invite you into my life to take full control. I invite you into my heart to be master of my life, the cornerstone of my whole entire world. In Jesus' name, now, the, the Word of God tells us that whenever you come to Christ, you are then grafted in, and you are now made part of the, of the family of God. And I love that so much. I just love it. Heavenly Father, I ask you today, God, to go with everyone out there, Lord. We ask you right now, Lord, to go before us, Lord, and just set the way. God, let us have a wonderful morning this morning. 